Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Today on our WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. New York school mask mandate will end on Wednesday, and Mayor Adams says the city's vaccine mandate for bars and restaurants could end next Monday. We'll go to Ukraine for an update on the Russian invasion. The Russians are doing very badly in terms of fulfilling their their strategy. They have not fulfilled any of their strategic goals yet. Talks between Russia and Ukraine are underway today. Governor Hochul directs state agencies to divest public funds from Russia. This is a strong statement. It is a statement of our priorities. It's a statement of our values. I'm Marla Diamond, outside the U.N. Plus, we'll dip into the archives for a WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds in Sound. This is Monday, February 28th. Good morning, I'm Steve Scott. And I'm Paul Bernane. Craig Allen says sunny today with a high temperature around 35 degrees. We begin the roundup with big news on the COVID front. As cases in the tri-state continue to decline, some of the mandates that have been in effect in our area are being lifted. Sean Adams is in Darien, Connecticut this morning. Sean, we'll get to Connecticut in a moment, but there was big news out of New York this weekend. Yeah, big news all around. So masks optional in Connecticut schools starting today, but it's Wednesday when we just learned that uh, New York's turn will come up in just a couple of days. So Governor Hochul, she had been waiting to make her decision. She wanted to make absolutely certain that the downward trend of COVID cases didn't reverse course after the winter break. So here we are, kids going back to school today. Omicron appears to be on on the retreat. So March 2nd, masks no longer mandatory in New York schools. In Connecticut, today is the day faces can be liberated. Some districts, though, will continue to require masks, uh, some of the larger urban areas. So we're talking about Hartford, Bridgeport, Waterbury, and Norwich. Paul, Steve? Sean, what about New Jersey? Well, in New Jersey, teachers and students are going to have to wait another week, even though the CDC came out last week and, and approved an easing of mask guidelines. Governor Murphy is sticking with his original decision. He set the date for March 7th. So it uh, looks like just another week, so some big changes on the horizon. Yep, big week for masking in schools. Sean Adams, Darien, Connecticut this morning. Thank you. Here in the city, Mayor Adams says he may lift the vaccine mandates for restaurants, bars, and theaters by early next week. 
The mayor says unless there is a surprising spike in COVID numbers this week, he will drop the vaccine mandate next Monday. That means you would no longer have to show your vaccine card to enter a bar, restaurant, or theater. Now for the latest on Russia's invasion in Ukraine, we wanted to check in again today with writer and journalist Vladislav Davison, who grew up in Brooklyn and has been reporting from Ukraine. Vlad joined us this morning from an undisclosed location in northern Ukraine. I am leaving this town where I'm in, where I've been reporting, because the thing that's about to happen, may or may not happen, is that the Belarus army which is now under the control of of, uh, President Putin, they may be coming in. They may be opening a second front against the Ukrainians in northwest Ukraine and northern Ukraine. They have about 30,000, 50,000 troops and a lot of tanks. We don't know if they'll fight or how well they'll fight. But if uh, if they do that, they will be taking this town that I'm in. I'm actually about to look for a a, uh, car out of here to the south so I can regroup with some friends and go back to another checkpoint from the south. So... The Ukrainian army is holding. They've lost only one town that they gave, that they didn't give up, that they fought for. Last night, they lost the little port town of Birjansk, which is 100,000 people. It's not the most important port town, but it is it is a little town that they lost in very heavy fighting. But the American-made weapons, the javelins that we provided the Ukrainians, are so good, and they're so good at picking off tanks and destroying tank columns that the Russians are having to switch their tactics and yesterday they destroyed by the i mean the ukrainians an entire column of chechen special forces guys and 56 of their tanks uh right outside of buche little town of buche they just destroyed an entire tank column and they killed one of the chechen's main generals who's very close to uh kabirov the the ruler of chechnya vlad is there a sense that ukrainians can sustain this defense or Will the Russian forces eventually just outnumber and overwhelm them? The Russians are doing uh, very badly in terms of fulfilling their their strategy. They have not fulfilled any of their strategic goals yet, and it's day four of a war. And by all means, they should have. They, they should, according to Russian and American intelligence, they should have won the war in the first forty eight hours. Not only have they not won, they've taken tremendous casualties. Uh, we won't know for a while because of propaganda, counter propaganda, but it may be already up to five thousand dead Russians, thousands of thousands of of uh, wounded Russians, and horrible morale based on everything we're seeing uh, amongst the Russian troops that have not yet been deployed. Vladislav Davidson in northern Ukraine. We know you need to get out of that town before the invading forces get there. Thanks for joining us and stay safe. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Now on the Morning News Roundup with the WCBS weather forecast, Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen. Cold start to the day. Actually, a cold day coming up with mostly sunny weather, but a cold, gusty breeze all day. High 30 to 35. Right now it's 28, so it's really not going up all that much. Tonight, partly cloudy, 25 to 30 and 20 to 25 inland. Tomorrow, despite more clouds around, it actually does get milder, high 44 to 48. And um, even though there's a chance for a brief passing shower on Wednesday, it's still up near 50 before the colder weather comes back. Right now, 28, humidity 35%, northwest wind at 15. So we have wind chills that are down near or just under 20. And Craig, Governor Hochul has signed an order that forbids New York from doing business with Russia. And WCBS reporter Marla Diamond joins us from the United Nations this morning with more on that. Marla. 
And, Paul, the U.N. held emergency meetings throughout the weekend, and the General Assembly could meet as early as today to vote on a resolution condemning Russia. This is Governor Hochul directed all state agencies and authorities to divest public funds from Russia. And, Marla, the governor is laying out the welcome mat for Ukrainian refugees to come to New York? Yes, the governor says New York is prepared to accept and support those who seek shelter in New York, and many may, given the state's sizable Ukrainian population. While many are fleeing the country into places like neighboring Poland, there is no sign of a large-scale refugee crisis. Thank you, Marla. WCBS reporter Marla Diamond at the United Nations this morning. Now in the morning news roundup three things to know. Number one, a Ukrainian delegation has arrived along the Belarus border. The planned peace talks underway with Russia now. As the fighting rages on, Vladimir Putin is up the ante by placing Russia's nuclear forces on high alert. Number two, with hundreds of thousands of refugees fleeing Ukraine, Airbnb is stepping up to help. Airbnb says it will offer free temporary housing to 100,000 Ukrainian refugees at sites around the world. Number three, the deaf family drama CODA won top honors last night at the Screen Actors Guild Awards. CODA's Troy Kotcher became the first deaf actor to win a SAG Award. Will Smith won for his portrayal of Venus and Serena Williams' father in King Richard. Jason Sudeikis won for Ted Lasso, which was named the best comedy TV show and the lead male and female actors from the Korean show Squid Game. Both won top acting honors at the SAG Awards. Now, here is Wayne Cabot with our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds in Sound for February 28th. Coronavirus. They're politicizing it. 2020, President Donald Trump accuses Democrats of exaggerating the danger of the coronavirus to destroy his presidency. This is their new hoax. And so far, we have lost nobody to coronavirus in the United States. It turned out two Americans had already died on that date, and that number would swell to nearly one million U.S. deaths so far. 2013. This is the date Pope Benedict stepped aside, citing a lack of strength of mind and body. He's the first pope to resign in some 600 years. WCBS's Rich Lamb went to St. Patrick's to find a very somber Cardinal Dolan. It's like watching your own dad get old. You are a cardinal, and you are conceivably... Is there a chance that, as you think about it now, I mean... Is that why you're kneeling? (laughs) 1993, bullets fly as the government executes an arrest warrant on Waco church leader David Koresh, leaving dead six members and four ATF agents. The standoff would drag on for 51 days and nights. Koresh's lawyer, Dick DeGuerin, with CBS's Peter Van Sant. There were more than 70 ATF officers approaching with firearms, and military helmets, in your definition, is that excessive force? It certainly is. It never should have happened that way. We said goodbye to MASH on this night in 1983, a season finale that still holds the ratings record. The last scene that we shot, it was really kind of an image of one of the things that made the show good. To us, it was a personal experience. Americans, may I have your undivided... And it was farewell for Paul Harvey, who first broadcast in 1933 and died in 2009. Now, page four. And at 90 years old, he still had two years left on his contract. Paul Harvey. This is February 28th. Good day. You worked with Paul Harvey, didn't you? I knew Paul Harvey back in the day in uh, Chicago, and I remember the first time we met, he said, 
What took us so long to meet? <laughs> and that's the morning news roundup in a Monday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.